Welcome to the eighth episode of Indian Markets with KR. And if I sound extra energetic today, it's because I am just drinking an energy drink. So, you know, you really got to stay pumped up for the markets, right? <laughs> and, uh, you know, ironically, the markets were not pumped up today. Maybe, you know, maybe the markets could have used an energy drink. So we we saw we saw a relatively sluggish performance. I would not say it was too negative, uh, you know, because Nifty ended at minus fifty nine, and uh, Bank Nifty ended at minus three twenty one, and those are those are not small numbers at all. But you know, it's definitely not not as high as uh, you know some something that we've seen in the past. We've seen. Nifty going minus 75 and Bank Nifty going minus 400 plus in the past. And, you know, I, I in my opinion, that is what, you know, what would truly classify as a negative day. So for me, this was, this was a medium negative day. I wouldn't really say it was flat because it was not flat at all. And, you know, it certainly could have been much more negative uh, had it not been for the move that we saw uh, you know, at 2.50 or so. Sorry for the interruption. I'm back with even more energy drink inside of my body. But yeah, as I was saying, uh, you know, it, it could have been much more negative uh, had it not been for the almost 50-point move that we saw at 2.30 or actually 3 p.m. today. And, uh, you know, there are a few reasons for this. So we'll start chronologically. Nifty 10-minute chart, uh, you know, 8MA resistance throughout, and you know, right from the right from open actually, the open was in fact resisted by 8MA, and we saw a high, uh, an open equals to high kind of scenario today, with uh, 50MA providing res- uh, to uh, 50MA providing support at the start, but then you know, resistance. Uh, Resistance at around 10, uh, 9.45 or 10 or so. And, you know, once, once that 8MA resistance, uh, was hit and once the index went below the 50MA, we saw a crossover of, uh, 50, 20 and 8. So, you know, 20 and 8 were going down. 50 was going up. And again, that's when, when a higher time frame moving average goes above the lower time frame once. That's not really a good sign. And it's, it's called a death cross. You know, it's kind of a shorting signal also. And the index did go down after the death cross around 70 points or so. So, you know, throughout consistent ATMA resistance, uh, it, it did get some support from S1, but then 20MA was right, right above it, so no chance for a reversal at all. And from the 20MA support, it fell back down to S1, you know, consolidated for a bit, but then 8MA just too strong again, and it fell right back down to S2. From where it picked up pace and surprisingly at around 2.30 it, it, it just shot up. It did not stop or it didn't even pause for, you know, the 8 or the 20 MAs. And keep in mind, you know, this was at around 10.995 levels and it shot right from 10.995 
to 1170 at one point and the move was very very sudden so you know we saw we saw a relatively stagnant start to that candle but then once it hit once it went above 8 ma it just shot up and this was the case right till 20 ma which was the candle's high but then the next candle you know it was it was a low uh, it was a low and open uh, same kind of candle and then it just shot up straight around uh, round about 50 points or so 40 50 points and it did not stop at all for you know uh, for not not for s1 at least and but it was not able to sustain this level so you know from 50 ma it went back down right below s1 or so and that is where it closed uh, you know we we again we've been seeing s1 s2 levels acting as resistances also and this is something that i told uh, you guys i believe two or three episodes back also that you know these these pivot point levels are important uh you know levels they aren't really i mean i they're, they're sure some are great supports but then you know it's sometimes it's best to just ignore whether it's an s or an r and just go by the price so again flat is close after 3 10 or so and you know overall it was it was very odd because today if you were an option buyer you would have made money sure but you would have made money only after 2 pm or so because till 2 pm you know especially if you were on the long side till 2 pm the 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 call movements were minimal you know you could have seen maybe 10 rupees max or maybe 20 if you were if you caught a, if you caught the right move but you know we saw we saw a premium decay of around around 50% actually and you know then it just shot up you you could have made around 30 points or so easily uh after 230 so option buyers again it's a myth that option buyers always lose money it's just that when you are on the long side of options when you are buying these options you really need to be careful you need to select the the expiry correctly you need to select the strike correctly and you need to time the market very very well so you know coming to nifty's daily chart now uh let if i'll just let it load and we can see that you know there's there's a very clear resistance at 11124 today and uh, this may prove to be a a bit of a you know tough resistance because this is actually a reversal point and it is around uh and it's around well it's it's almost around a fib level so it it could potentially be a bit of a hassle maybe we might see a breach to, tomorrow or day after that is if those two days are positive but uh, you know again it's it's not really a negative day because uh, we we also saw support from day before yesterday as um, hammer candle and again that's great news Uh, as, as long as it's not completely negative it's a good thing and you know if you're a trader even if it is negative it doesn't really matter you just need to trade so if if it's going down you short it you get puts doesn't matter you short calls do whatever you want to do so it does not really matter which direction the market is going 
as long as it's going somewhere because that's that's where the money lies and <laughs> again uh, you know the 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 8 and 20 moving averages are quite close together in fact if we see a positive day tomorrow they might uh they might cross over and we can see an 820 crossover which will be a very good thing if you are a bull uh and if you are a bear and if you are a very strong bear you can always reverse that so <laughs> it's it, it it's just an indication after all right and another interesting thing is that we can see that there's a very clear 50 rsi resistance and you know more on that later towards the end of this episode but just just keep that rsi concept in your mind right now and you know again this was in line with expectations we have never really seen a very strong breach well we have but no not in the past especially considering these conditions and you know the news based events and all of the indecisiveness and lack of clarity in the market so again this was not really uh, not really an unexpected move especially since if you look at uh, you know the previous uh, days example so yesterday just a quick recap for you guys yesterday i told you how if there is a high rsi close today then tomorrow is quite likely to be a flat day and the day after tomorrow might be a slight negative day and this is something that we've seen in the past i think i think 19th july was the date if i'm not wrong so don't quote me on that but you know if you just look at the charts in the past 30 days there's been one instance of that and you'll see this very clearly so this was definitely not unexpected it was kind of in line with the expectations so you know nothing really dramatic as far as today's day is concerned except the fact that yes bank lost 7.75% which is pretty crazy if you think about it and the reason is because yes bank has its board meeting today so i'm assuming that the market is not too optimistic about that this time and you know especially given the concerns around the banking sector it's it's understandable if i'm honest and the day's gainer was hcl hcl tech you know this could be because of the fonterra deal the 100 million fonterra deal that hcl and tcs are battling it over uh but again you know <laughs> if hcl does not win that bid then then is the interesting move then maybe the short parties can come and you know play their game but yeah another gainer was bpcl and that's because they've made a massive investment in their you know operating business so that could be one reason and vedanta was down because you know they've been blaming that you know the country is slowing down economically so maybe you know the investors are tired of playing blame games they just want some responsibility they want people to own it and then make improvements rather than play the blame game but again that's just one possibility there could be a deeper reason to that uh you know coming to bank nifty uh again not a great day uh, it was actually far more uh, negative if you will than uh, than nifty so we definitely saw a larger movement in fact bank nifty's move was almost six times that of nifty and we have not really seen that in the past we've seen around 2x 3x max but not six times so that's pretty crazy and again you know gap down uh 50 ma resistance 
then consolidation kind of consolidation at around s1 but 8ma 20ma resistances are just too strong nowadays so it just could not uh, you know it just could not uh, breach those uh, right down to s3 where it took some support and this could be due to the fact that it's you know the the next level above 200 ma so possibly you know everyone was like whoa no we can't hit 200 ma at all so you know s3 might as well be that right so s3 it took some support it bounced back again no uh, no resistance given by 8 ma this time but 20 ma resistance was just too strong and that's possibly because you know it's around uh s2 was around 20 ma so you know both of those coupled together we saw some really negative moves and you know coming to the daily chart of bank nifty we see a similar picture except there it does not look likely that the 8 ma and 20 ma will see a crossover tomorrow or even day after for that matter because we see a 20 ma resistance very clearly again similar candlestick pattern as nifty but not really the same picture uh because this time we we're seeing some 8 ma we're actually seeing pretty strong 8 ma support and 50 um 50 fib level support and this is the same 50 level that we spoke about on the abcd pattern so you know this could be just that pattern playing its uh, game but again that's just that's just uh, speculation and in analysis it's not really it could not be the truth so take it take that with a grain of salt and again we we saw some 50 rsi resistance it, it did not really hit 50 but you know it turned back it, it was approaching 50 it turned back at around 46 but still it's it's definitely not a negative move you know not not a negative sort of indication yes it did go down but then you know we've never really seen a steady climb uh you know a straight positive climb except for 5th march to 20th march so for those 15 or so days we just saw one negative candle and i'm assuming that there was some very strong news based event at that time but yeah definitely uh, you know we've never really seen a very steady climb so this could just be part of uh, the positive reversal thing so nothing to panic about if i'm being honest you know uh, again coming to the days gainers and losers yes bank of course but surprisingly yes bank at 7.75% negative was not the top loser it was rbl bank and that is that is even surprising because we've been seeing nothing except poor results from that bank and this is despite the fact that you know it's not exactly that fundamentally weak it's just that there's a very negative sentiment in the market and you know apparently it's because of the asset quality that they have but you know i really i really wonder how bad their asset quality is if they've been losing so much and again it's it's just a massive massive fall if i just pull up the chart the daily chart of rbl bank we've seen it go from 600 levels to now 313 so almost half in in just over a month and that's really bad 
that's really bad in fact if we go by the trend line then it it did not even follow the trend line it it was that negative we've seen some very almost 100 points down on certain days such as 19 july so rbl bank definitely something is going on something is cooking with that but yeah so coming to you know bank nifty's top gainers and the list is very short because there were absolutely no gainers this this day uh the least negative was sbi with minus 0.28% and you know again that that apparently that could be because uh, you know the director has said that hey look we might not need the additional capital from the government so probably it's because they they claim to be sorted at least you know we never know the truth so they claim to be sorted is what it is so you know you really can't say and you know that was that was it for uh, nifty and bank nifty so coming to you know the overall sort of observations and you know yesterday we spoke about these observations also so today's observations are that you know a gap down opening after a flat day because of a high rsi close on the day before yesterday is expected so you know we we spoke about that when i was talking about nifty earlier on in this episode but i'll just i'll just mention it again let's 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 take the example of today let's say today was an extremely high rsi day and it closed at around rsi 70 or 75 or something like that and tomorrow it opened it opened flat the rsi fell just below 60 or so let's say it was above 60 below 60 but you get the point right it fell the next day so the day after that and like so if 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 the high rsi close was today tomorrow is going to be flat but the day after that is going to be mildly negative and that's something we saw on 19th july i believe if i can just pull up the chart here i'll try to see it uh, it's not really visible hold on So I could not really find that example on the charts but I'm sure that you know if you look for it you'll get it uh one example of a high RSI close is well there are several examples but one of them is on the yep, up 16th and 17th July so you could probably look at that and you know another very important aspect is that RSI is very important and you know if you're ignoring rsi or ignoring the 50 rsi resistances you're ignoring the 40 rsi supports and the 60 rsi supports so that's another aspect that you should look at and also it's very important to look at the pivot points as well and a lot of people ignore them a lot of people don't use them all together and quite honestly that's that's a very big sort of ignored opportunity of sorts so definitely look at that also so those were three observations for today and with that we are at the end of this episode see you in the next one thanks